0: Tuesday morning, everybody. I am Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida.
2: And I'm Karen Chatton from Gardnerville, Nevada. And you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for July 14th, episode 2476. Good morning, Horse World. When your start time's on Saturday and your finish time's on Sunday...
3: And it doesn't get much better than best conditioned. And completing the challenge is the challenge. You're an endurance rider.
0: Well that's right it is the endurance day here on the second Tuesday of every month and we have thankfully Karen is still here in her house. We're here we
2: got a late start but we're
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> and you're there in your house. I mean last week when I was watching all of the p- pictures and videos you were posting I was praying that you'd be in your house.
2: I know exactly. Well, let crazy.
0: Let's, let's yeah. fill everybody in that wasn't following along. There was uh, Karen lives in Northern Nevada, kind of on the California side in the mountains, and uh, Reno, yes. west of Reno, and right?
2: Close yeah. to uh, and south, close to Lake Tahoe. For most people, know where Lake Tahoe
4: yeah. is. There you go.
2: Yes. Uh huh. And, and what just happened south of the capital? <laughs> uh, we had a fire, and it, it, they. Think it was caused by a semi truck whose exhaust was shooting off a bunch of sparks, caused a fire on both sides of Highway 395, lit it on fire, and the fire just took off, of course. And I assume it, it's
0: really dry.
2: It yes, and lots of you know tinder and kindling and down deadfall and stuff in a lot of the canyons and things so the fire took off and the firefight. i mean oh my gosh the amount of air resources and the firefighters was just phenomenal they did an awesome amazing job because they saved entire neighborhoods that without you know the immediate i mean and i mean immediate uh response Uh, hundreds of houses would have just burned up. It was just incredible what they did to save the houses and the planes. And we're only like a mile from the river on one side. And then the fire was behind us. And so we had helicopters going back and forth over our house just about every eight minutes, because that's how long it took them to go and fill back up from going down to the river and then fly back to the fire. That's a, and that's then we just, had...
0: That's incredible planes. when you think about it, actually.
2: And, and, and then they, the big bomber planes that they had... Well, they had two that were going down to Lake Topaz, at the Super Scoopers, and it filling up down there. And then we had a couple of bigger planes that were going all the way to Sacramento to fill up with the fire retardant and coming back. And they were we were watching them... Um, there's a really cool website for anybody that's in a fire zone or when they have a fire, and it's called uh, flightradar24.com. And you can zoom in on your area, and it will show you the flight paths of the uh, aircraft, the firefighting aircraft. You are such and
0: a geek, by the way. I
2: know, I'm <laughs> such a geek. But, and of course, my husband, or it, you know, years and years ago, he was a flight dispatcher. He's got his FAA flight dispatcher license. And so, you know, he's a total geek about the aircraft and what it is and that sort of thing. Because he's flown on a lot of the different types of aircraft and stuff. So it's pretty cool for him. So we love to watch it. And, of course, when they're flying over our house continually, it it's, you know, it's kind of cool. close was to it to watch. your
0: house, the fire?
2: You know, I need to still go out there. We've been waiting for them to mop things up and clean things up. I didn't want to get out in the way, but I'm thinking, you know, it wasn't that close. I mean, it looked, especially at night, you know, when you have a fire like that. Your night pictures look
0: like you were, like it was right over the hill. (laughs) It
2: looks like it was right on top of you, but I'm guessing it was probably more like four miles.
0: That's still pretty close when you think about it.
2: It is. And, Fortunately, the wind was always blowing the other direction, so it was going away from us, not towards us, or else, trust me, we would have been out of here. Now, well,
0: <laughs> it's interesting that we're going to talk a little bit more about this, because I noticed your guest today is, Vicki, is it Belick?
2: Yes. And she's and, going and to discuss
0: uh, emergencies about, with animals. <laughs>
2: yes, emergencies <laughs> with animals and and the things you need to do and things you do Don't need to do because we had uh, people that did some of the things that you should not do. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, You know, but. But really, you know, you gotta be prepared. Were you,
0: were you it, prepared it, to bug out quick if you had to? It, oh yes, horses? we're yeah.
2: prepared. I've got I've got a little safe packed with all of our paperwork. Everything is in it. I've got the horse trailer. It's got um. You know, by the by the time we would would have had it hooked up and the horses and the animal and the dogs all loaded, it we would have had water in it. We would have been absolutely packed up and out of here.
0: So how long do you think it would take you to pack up and bug out quick?
2: 20 minutes.
0: Oh, really? Wow, you're that prepared?
2: Yeah, well, we're endurance riders. Yeah, that's
0: true. (laughs) (laughs) All that crap's in the trailer anyway. And
2: and we've done a lot of the point-to-point rides where you pack up and move every single day Mm -hmm. across country. So we're kind of, you know, we've we've got the, the program down. We would, you know, we would have everything we need uh, the you know, the paperwork and we'll talk with Vicki and she's going to tell us the things we need to have or should have. Well, this is good uh, timing
0: because we're coming into fire season, but it down here in the uh, South, we're also coming into hurricane season. So
2: it exactly. Yeah. And, and just to be prepared and have the things that you need to have or, or, you know, really good, um, you know preparations and and you know the horse trailer is usually perpetually um (laughs) ready to go you know because i'm used to living out of it (laughs) so you know we've got you you know my canned stuff but 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 i gotta
0: know how scary is that though It's got to be scary. Jennifer and I lived through every kind of natural disaster you can think of, except a fire like that coming at you, you know?
2: Right. It is scary because you don't know where you're going to go. And like right now, it was even worse because they were evacuating whole entire neighborhoods with no evacuation centers, because they didn't want to open them because of the COVID thing.
0: So- yeah, because usually the Red Cross opens one right away, I, and Wait, I'm not involved we, with them anymore. Know- I don't know what they're doing.
2: Well, we have a community center, we have all the schools, we have, you know, but they didn't want to open them. So they were telling people to go, just go to the local hotel. Just drive. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But you know, Jesus, some of these people don't have, I mean, they don't have money. They can't afford to go stay in a hotel for a week.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that's usually, see, that's usually where the Red Cross does come in and they, they put up the shelters or they'll even pay for hotels and stuff like that.
2: Right. Well, hopefully they did for anybody that really did need it. But um yeah, this was just kind of de- definitely it was alarming and and uh you know, because we got the reverse 911 call, which, you know, it a lot of communities have that now. Mm-hmm. Um I know some don't. But what what happens is you get a call and it shows 911 is calling you. <laughs>
0: And it actually says 911.
2: It does. Yeah. It it had a. And is it a voicemail or is it a text? 911. And it was a voicemail. We also got a text and it said, you need to evacuate. And of course, (laughs) being an, you know, Americans don't like to, as you know, (laughs) (laughs) we're stubborn and. But we've lived here for almost 30 years in this neighborhood. And we know the prevailing winds, the way the wind blows. We've seen several fires. And so it, it. we were ready and we were prepared to get out of here as soon as if the wind had changed directions, we would have been out of here. Yeah, like because that fire, I, I mean, in,
0: in four miles could have covered that. If the wind was blowing a pretty good clip, you would have been covering that in a couple hours. We right? would have
2: yes we would have been barely probably making it out of here in time you know but but we knew that it's going the other way and uh they got the air support on it right away and so we we watched it we had the scanner on and so for those that you, you know if you live in a fire zone there's a couple of websites we can post the links to that you can follow that will show you Uh, The Fire Zones or Broadcastify.com. And you can go and listen to your local police and fire scanners. Okay. And so you can listen and hear what's going on locally. So you'll know. And, um, and boy, that was, it was harrowing. It was just, I mean, it was something that a really good movie would have been, you know, could have been made out of because you could just hear the stress uh, out of the, you know, the fire officials and the deputies and stuff that were calling over the radio about what to do. And and that's why I wanted to have Vicki come on and talk about emergency preparedness, because. They, you know, they were trying to build a fire line and get the fire equipment and the bulldozers and all the stuff out. Meanwhile, the people that w- thought they were helping were calling for, um, horse trailers to come out to help evacuate horses that just kind of like
0: clogged everything um, up. Yeah.
2: Clogged everything up and yeah. got in the way. And they weren't really helping. And so, you know, that's why, you know, you think you're helping, but you need to really be aware of what's going on and if you really are helping, you need to do it in a organized, you know, manner. So we'll we'll talk with her later about, you know, those kinds of issues and stuff and how important it is.
0: And you have another you know, guest coming up too, right?
2: I do. Yes, we're actually I found somebody that's done an endurance ride.
0: <laughs> oh, you mean actually rode their horse this year? That actually
2: did an <laughs> endurance ride. Woohoo! This weekend.
0: <laughs> so they are starting up over there on the West Coast. Then, uh, right? I know
2: it's not just fiction. Well, the West Coast does not include California or Nevada because oh. we're still shut down.
0: Ah, gotcha. Okay. So But this
2: was this was Oregon, so further north. Although who knows what's going on because it's looking kind of grim <laughs> for them Try as well. living in
0: Florida. Yes. <laughs> but nobody cares down here. It's like, uh, who cares? Governor doesn't care. I, nobody cares. So it's like... Uh,
2: I, what is going on in Florida?
0: <laughs> we we just hide in our house and, and uh, yeah. do our thing. But, I, you know, can we just say something to Mother Nature here? Can we just take a te- second to chat with her? And can we just say that we really don't need fires or hurricanes? You've got enough crap to deal with. We don't really yes, add do. to it, right? So we don't really need any of that. We're good. We're good for 2020. We don't need to add to anything. So let's just exactly. cool it on the earthquakes and the volcanoes and the the fires and all of that. we just and the locusts and you know and
4: yes, murder exactly. hornets. We
0: just don't need any more. We we're good. We're we're fine here. We can. we can we're just trying to get through uh pandemics. Let's let's uh take one thing at a time.
2: I know. I know. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna actually talk about endurance riding. Yeah. <laughs> so thank God somebody's able to do so, it. So what
0: would you say uh across the country if you had to take a guess how many rides are happening? Twenty five percent of them?
2: Oh, probably less than that. Yeah. And yeah. there's no
0: nationals this year, all of that's been cancelled?
2: Um Pretty much, yes. Yeah, they the uh, ARC National Championship was going to be in, I think it was going to be in June in Montana. So, yes, that was next. Um, there's you know, there's other rides, of course. Tevis they is still, off, and
0: that was the big one, right? Tevis yeah. is
2: canceled. Hey,
0: they're do- s- some, doing they're, some virtual ones, right? And Tevis they're is doing one of them. a virtual yeah. one. So, what's that and, like?
2: And so, uh, you know, I think it's by donation, so you can donate to the, you know, um, Western States trail, which they, you know, they need donations in order to keep the, uh, the trail, you know, cleared and operational. Yeah, because
0: that's their fundraiser for the, for the year, right? That, exactly.
2: Yeah. You know, it, normally it, it raises, you know, well, you're looking at, you know, a $500 approximate entry fee for, uh, 200 riders. So, um, well, before you know. we
0: run out of time. There's another one, too. And uh, that Devin Horn, we had her on.
2: Uh-huh. And,
0: and she's right. doing one called the COVID Derby and in, uh, right. in August. And you can do that in teams. And uh, we're trying to get a host team together of four of us. Uh, And the cool part is like, I can ride my bike, you can ride your horse, somebody can swim, uh, whatever your thing is, you don't all have to ride horseback. But uh, uh, I will say that Kayla, who does the sales and breeding episode wants to participate, I would do it with my bike. And we wanted to know if you would do it in August too.
2: (laughs) I could do it. Yeah,
0: okay, good. I'll talk to you about that. Maybe we'll get the host team. We'll get the HRN hosts team together. Okay. We need one yes. more person uh, to join. Maybe Jennifer will do it, but uh, we get we need to get a thousand kilometers amongst all four of us in the month.
4: Oh, okay. And you can, can use can multiple horses.
0: You can do okay. whatever. And you know, I can ride my bike for ten miles in a day. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, so it's. I think we. I think between the four of us, we could get it done. That's yeah. That's a whole well, month.
2: Good. Okay. Although it's
0: hot as hell here in August, so.
2: I oh my gosh! Yeah, we got <laughs> actually up over a hundred the other day.
0: Yeah, so you're in the same We've boat. It's in, like been, I get up and ride yeah. my bike at seven in the morning because otherwise you just die.
2: <laughs> but see, we don't have the humidity. Yeah. So and yeah, that's tried, of course it why, why the fire is a a big. It's issue. been ninety
0: five to hundred with about ninety <gasps> percent humidity. Oh every my day. gosh,
2: so. I would just melt. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, let's uh, let's call Kristen over at Distance Depot, uh, and then we'll get our our guest on. I noticed that uh, I did some surveying of the auditors in the last week or so. I, I, I think saw you saw that. that. And, and there were a lot of good comments about Distance Depot. So that's good. Good. And, and while I get her on, I just want to remind everybody that if you want some HRN or horses in the morning swag or merchandise, there's a whole bunch of it over at Distance Depot. They're our official outlet for HRN embroidery and saddle pads and hats and all that stuff. You can head over to Distance Depot on the left-hand side of the page. You'll see
4: Good morning, this is Kristen.
0: Good morning, Kristen. I was just promoting our good HRN mer- merchandise at Distance Depot. Awesome. <laughs> so, all kinds of good stuff on there. They can get you know, you can either get the HRN logo or the Horses in the Morning logo put on everything. And you just go to the website and on the left-hand side you'll find it, right? And just click on that.
3: That's correct. Yes, it's under for the rider and it's one of the Bottom categories there, and it says Horse Radio Network, Horses in the Morning, Customized Embroidery, all kinds cool. of great polo shirts and bags
0: and. Well, I stickers. discovered so, I need some new polos, so if you have you men's, do? I'm going to be ordering. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Super. Good. All right, Karen. Okay, so uh, you had mentioned uh, Kristen Thin Line products. Tell us about the Thin Line.
3: Okay. Um. Many of your riders may be aware about ThinLine. Um, They've been making saddle pads with their exclusive foam for a very long time. Um, Its shock absorption is about 95%. And the saddle pads that we brought in were the Endurance style, of course. Um, We have two different Endurance styles right now. We have a third coming um, when they come back into stock. But what we have right now is the Endurance wax, tough rider saddle pad which has a wool bottom cordura top with of course the thin line material all the way down the spine on both sides and there is a channel for the air to escape up through the spine and and these saddle pads that we brought in fit most endurance saddles we also brought in a western um, cotton pad liner so it's lightweight um, and it can go either by itself or over a pad or under a pad to keep your Pad clean if you have a thicker wool type uh, or felt type pad.
4: Mm-hmm. But they all
3: come with the thin line material, which takes that kinetic energy that the horse is throwing up through his back to you and you, vice versa, back down to him and just basically disperses it. So they're really super nice saddle pads. But for those that don't know, they um, make quite a few other items that we brought in as well. Ankle boots with their thin line properties, as well as the cinch guards, which if you have a girth that doesn't have um, buckle protectors, the, the thin line cinch guard protectors um, just Velcro around your girth and keep your horse comfortable so those buckles aren't up against his side. Um They also have a pretty cool item we brought in called the Easy Harmony Bitless Noseband Converter. So if you have a Western head stall that's pretty simple with just a brow band and a throat latch, your bridle will actually feed through this noseband converter and your reins can clip right onto it sort of like a bitless bridle. Okay. So if you're out doing a loop and, and your horse has gone, you know, far enough that he's Ready to go? (laughs) Ready to go? You know, I
2: have I have a twenty five year old that still hasn't gone far enough.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's absolutely true. But this just makes it pretty easy, and then you can clip your reins on there and remove. Although,
2: right, exactly. Some days, you you know, (laughs) due to the weather and the trail, it's I understand. (laughs) Yes.
4: (laughs) That's funny how they are.
2: I know we we got to laugh at them because what else are you going to do?
3: <laughs> um, one of the really nice products that we brought into is the thin line, fill, uh, flexible Filly grazing muzzle. I don't know if your many of your readers or listeners um, use these, but I've got one on my chubby guy because I'm here at the store too much and I'm not out riding. Uh-huh. But he wears this muzzle, and I had tried basket muzzles and so on, and this is clear soft plastic, which has sort of six little um, sections. Actually, there's eight, eight sections that you zip tie onto your halter. You can use your own halter, or we actually make a breakaway um, halter for the grazing muzzle. But um, this thing is super soft. It's made out of clear plastic. It has great breathability, so they really can breathe. They act like a horse in this thing. They'll okay. scratch withers drink out of the water trough and the hole is customizable so you can make it as big or small as you want to make it um for you know whatever grazing needs your horse has to have so it's pretty pretty cool muzzle
2: and i understand you have some sort of leggings we do that are real popular
3: shoe fly leggings and um these things are amazing um I first saw them, I can't remember, maybe six, eight years ago at a ride, and I thought, why does that lady have her um, horse wrapped up? So I went over, and they're made out of a mesh that have a stay in them, if you will. It's called a stay. And so these things don't fold down. They don't slump. Um, They're very comfortable for the horse because they're open at the top, which is really weird. They, They Velcro down the side, and they're snug around the top. Uh, or right above the coronary band, if you will, around the pastern. And then they're open, as I say, up at the top, so the back of the knee and the hawk um, is wide open. So it's great. They're very breathable. And the flies don't fly down in there. Our guys, oh, okay. actually, they begged for us to put them on. And so they come over. there like, put our socks on, put our socks on, because those biting flies like, you know, well, when they're always cool. stomping and they open up, uh-huh. the, you know, they loosen their clinches,
2: Stomping. and
3: Yeah, yep. Yeah. So it helps with to stop that stomp. Basically.
2: Great. Yeah. Great. Okay, so tell us what's your website and your phone number.
3: Okay, we are The Distance Depot. So it's www.thedistancedepot.com. Phone number is 866-863-2349.
2: Terrific. Well, thanks, Kristen, for joining us again this morning.
3: Thank you. Thanks, Kristen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: And I know I've seen on a lot of the endurance groups people are ordering from Distance Depot and they're they're happy because <laughs> I think a lot of people are at home shopping. <laughs>
0: there have been uh, there's been a lot more people shopping than I thought there would be. And I might have been Which guilty is, of that a little bit too.
2: I know. Yes, <laughs> I know.
0: All right, let's uh let's sure. call our first guest. We have Victoria okay. coming on. Tell us a little bit about Victoria.
2: Okay, Vicky is a Vic- Victoria Bielik She is an endurance writer, and she also does clinics where she teaches people about emergency preparedness, which, uh, you know, apparently in my world, that was something that was really, really, really important this last week. Yes. So.
0: And, and unfortunately, <laughs> and, it's going to be really important for us soon.
2: And at some point, it, it you know, everybody... Hello needs to be prepared and learn what they need to do. So we're we're going to talk to her about and she's know, here. what the important things are. So good morning Vicky, thank you for joining us again. Good morning team. How are you?
5: Well, you know, today I'm enjoying the fog. Yesterday we had a fire very close to our ranch. So- uh, and
2: and you had a lost horse <laughs>
5: Oh, we still have a lost horse. Oh, you still
2: have a lost horse. Oh, yeah,
5: yeah. At this at this point, I think it's a recovery mission. Oh. Um, but you know we haven't given up. We've got right planes and drones and helicopters
2: and quads and horses. You know, sometimes (laughs) these horses are missing for weeks and are found. Sometimes I
5: certainly hope this is
2: the outcome. That happens. Right.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wow. So, so recently, as you know, we've had a fire and we actually. Guys, you guys had- are
0: making me glad I live in a thousand degrees, 100% humidity Florida where it rains every day for inches. I'm, I'm kind of glad now. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> With know, the biggest right? bugs you've ever seen in your life,
4: but oh, but yes. I'll take that over your like fires. The, the Bugs are like birds <laughs> <laughs> Where you are. Yeah, let's
2: watch out for but those. But you planets. know, <laughs> it, it, yeah, and but see, Glenn can go to Disney World. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, I want to do
2: that right see? now. <laughs> Whereas where <laughs> yeah. I am, everything's closed. I can't even go in a casino. It's all closed down. The brothels are closed. Everything.
4: <laughs>
0: no fun oh, at all.
2: <laughs>
4: I know, right? <laughs> I
2: just... <laughs> oh, my <gosh. laughs> oh, my gosh. So, so but, anyways, but you can still ride. We can still ride, except that, you know, everything's burned down from the fire. <laughs> So, oh my but, but we had people that actually turned their horses loose with okay. no ID on them. And of course the horses ended up in somebody else's yard. And so we need to talk about what do we need to do to be prepared in the event of an emergency, whether it's a fire, a flood, a hurricane, an earthquake, whatever. What, what do you think are the most important things that we can plan for ahead of time, Vicki? Um, I think there's actually just a
5: couple really, really, really critical points that make such a huge difference during these types of emergencies. First of all, there, like you said, there's some that you just can't predict. Earthquakes, nobody's going right. to say, hey, we've got an earth, earthquake warning. But training is critical. Take the time, make it a social event, get your horses used to getting in the trailers, getting in different trailers, being handled by different people. And, you know, like I said during previous interviews, I try to make it easy. I try to make it not a lot of work. So I always say, hey, get a group of friends together, bring some trailers together, drink a bunch of Red Bull and Espresso (laughs) coffee so, that you have <laughs> higher energy because that's the energy you bring to the table during an emergency. Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. <are> running around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, training is critical. Identification. More and more people are using consist- consistent equipment to ID microchipped horses. So, I think as we progress in that field and area, I think microchipping and having microchipping clinics. Is really helpful because if the horse does wind up someplace, a lot of vets have the capability to to take a look at a microchip on a horse. Uh-huh. And then, like you said, fetlock band. I keep mine on all the time, all the time, and I keep two numbers. I keep my telephone number on one, and then on the other fetlock band, I keep a friend's telephone number that actually doesn't even horseback ride.
2: Okay, and, and where would
5: you? Where do you
2: get a fetlock band?
5: Uh, Equestra safe.
2: And okay. um, if you just Google
5: like Equestra and then Fetlock band, it'll pop up right away. Okay. Yeah. Those, uh, there's so many different ways to idea horse. For me, my top preferences are the Fetlock bands because they don't interfere with movement. They're pressure tested and you can keep them on all the time. They're bright. They're easy to see.
0: And it, okay, um, I just looked it people- up. It's equestrasafe.com and- We've never mentioned them on the show here before, so they're pr- that's pretty cool. Yeah,
5: I love them. Other uh, amazing, amazing, and amazing <laughs> other amazing options. But training is so important. And as far as lo- lo- letting horses loose, oh, 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 oh. Okay, that's my response to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: How do you feel about it? How do you really feel? Give me Tylenol. <laughs> it's just, you know... <laughs> Uh, um, having your equipment ready. I always keep my truck half full, at least half full.
4: I always right, have my uh-huh. trailer
5: parked so it's facing out. I keep my trailer maintained at least once a year, and I've gotten to the practice where I always have at least a certain amount of supplement in my trailer. I have my probiotic because I found that probiotics are very important to help manage during to help manage the stress of during the animal stress. Uh-huh. during stress during
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's amazing. And I have the Because you never know when you're going to be stuck on the highway in a traffic jam for
5: hours. Exactly. And a friend of mine has a trailer where she doesn't have a water tank. And so I actually went and got her a couple of those gas, those, you know, when you have to go to the gas station and fill up Uh those containers and got her a couple of those. And I said, I want you to keep these in here all the time. And every time you trailer out, refill them with fresh water. Mm
4: Mm-hmm. You should okay. never
5: not have water in your trailer. Right. Um, that said, still, a lot of people like to use duct tape with
2: a black marker. <laughs> okay. Duct tape, duct tape melts and it will burn. Because I yes, d- ask me how I know that. <laughs> I, I don't want you. Because <laughs> no, I did an interest <laughs> line where I ripped my tights and I taped them. And oh, the, and it was over a hundred degrees, and the it ended up it blistered my leg because it got so hot and melted
5: I now that is something I have never heard. But I'll <laughs> tell you what I have heard is that when you unroll a, a du- piece of duct tape very quickly and it goes, Zing! your horse might still wind up loose. <laughs> <laughs> so if you insist on making that the preferred method of identification Uh that's another area to practice Uh (laughs) so but really 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 training is so essential and planning ahead the trailer the truck having the resources Um, just when you let a horse loose a lot of people say the horse is going to run from fire
2: and there's no, a lot of mixed they get disoriented that. in the smoke, they right?
5: Get and they go back the s- to their safe place. Uh-huh. And their safe yeah. place, a lot of times, is into the direction of the fire.
4: Right. And that
5: causes, I mean, I saw that so many times when we've had our fires here in California. But we let them loose. Yeah, they ran back to their barn.
2: Oh man. And and
5: that's just, it's tragic. It's horrible. So if anything, like you guys know, especially with fire or weather related events, we know they're coming. You know, we get our warnings. and We have to really listen to those warnings. And, you know, we just had a fire here with mild Santa Ana's. Technically the fire should have blown Southwest and it would have burned itself out. Instead it changed direction and blew in the opposite direction which happened to be where my personal ranch is. Oh boy. Actually, Karen, very close to, you know, an area that, you know, off of foothill.
2: Uh, huh. Right. So, yeah. Um, and and oh, I my the sister, reason. a couple of years ago, her house fortunately remained, but her neighbor directly across the street from her burned down.
5: Okay. So you heard about the Elizabeth fire
2: and on the Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Ooh, that looks different, but, um, but you know, it's the fires are starting to take a little bit of a different um oh goodness gracious, I'm lost for words this morning. Directional flow. Uh-huh. This mm-hmm. fire turned around on itself and it shouldn't have. Wow. So I'm standing back and saying, Okay, I've been doing this for over five years and what the heck is happening? Because when a ranch was safe an hour ago, suddenly it's not. It's the wind not. just changed direction. Right. And so we knew that the weather conditions were set up for possible uh-huh. high fire danger. Right. You know, and everybody says, "eh." They, everybody still says, "eh." It's not going to happen to me. <laughs> the fires are moving faster. <laughs> you, know, you know me. i eh. I'm never going to get dumped off my horse. I know, <laughs> oh, right? <look. laughs> happy, happy! I had that fetlock band because my friend was called when my horse showed up to some random stranger, and I didn't. <laughs> wow yeah so yeah yeah it's just really the training the identification and making sure your trailer and truck are prepared and if you have a high fire danger if the animals if you have to let your animals loose have contacts so if something's happening and you're not there but you know it's happening be able to make Uh a phone call to somebody to say hey um, we've already practiced. You know where my keys are. This is coming up. Are you going to be available if I'm not?
2: Right, right.
5: That's critical. Yeah, so I think those are a couple yes. of my important points. You know, if we want to
2: talk for three hours, I can give you the whole champagne. Oh, I'm I sure we and, want to and- do that. And I was listening to the scanner. Uh, Of course, I was up all night listening to the scanner because, I mean, we were definitely paying attention to if there were any changes, we were going to be out of here. But, you know, somebody had posted something on a local Facebook page. And now there are all these, you know, people that wanted to help and they're showing up with their horse trailers except now they're in the way of the fire department who's trying to get bulldozers and equipment out to the fire line.
1: And there's nowhere to turn around.
2: And now they're, and and the thing was, is they were trying to go rescue horses that were BLM horses that not only were they not halter broke, (laughs) <laughs> but they for sure weren't trailer broke to go in a trailer, so oh my gosh it, it yeah, I could just hear the frustration on the scanner of the fire oh, yes. department people and the sheriff's deputies and it's like you guys really need to know what you're doing. So right. what's the best way for people that do want to help in an emergency what it what advice do you have for them?
5: Um, uh, well, coordinated efforts
2: are critical. So
5: if you have an area where there's not already a group of volunteers mm-hmm. that go through a certain training and go through a certain education and work with the fire department and work with animal control, create one and anybody who wants to help get them to be part of this group, that's why they're working as a unified group rather right. than scattered and going any way they wanted to go. Exactly. So there's a lot of areas that yeah. don't have them. But just for those people that really are hyperactive naturally, take <laughs> the lead on it. Take the time because, in the long run, it's going to be so worth it. And you know, when you have the gridlock and these people that show up, it does more harm than it does good.
2: It does.
0: We right. had the same problem. I worked with the Red Cross for years and years and years, and we'd open a shelter like a town had been wiped out. One in particular town in Kentucky was completely wiped out by a tornado, took the whole town out. And by the time we got the shelter set up within hours, we had the shelter set up, everybody was bringing food. Well, we we didn't have – we couldn't do anything with the food. They were bringing food. They were bringing – you know, they were try- – everybody wants to help, and we get that. But I had so much food, I I just didn't know what to do with it all, you know, because – we didn't need it, <laughs> it.
2: you know
0: right? right so uh yeah
2: you got to do something with it and, and, now that creates a new problem Well, and i
0: didn't have the people we were trying to get people checked into the shelter we didn't have the people to handle right. the stuff coming in and so finally yeah. we just told people no mm-hmm. you know we don't need right. it right now we'll let you know tell them but, no. yeah it is right. because they want to help you know it's 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 all in best intentions, right? Uh, and yes. they don't understand yes, why is. you don't want their help, right? <laughs> oh, yes. so, yeah. It's,
5: it, it requires a lot of tactfulness and patience because <laughs> a lot of people get short. No, we don't need you. We don't need you. Go away. But that's the last thing you want to do. You just want to remember that it's a very stressful time for everyone. Mm-hmm. And what I've done is if somebody does want to help, I'll hand out my county card and say, I would love to have you help next time. Here's my card give me a call or, you know, here's my cell phone. Let's talk about what you can do since clearly uh-huh. you want to help the animals. Right. And so maybe they right. can't help, but I'll give them a reason to follow up so that when it does happen again, they've already gone through a proper process. Sure. And now they're trained and certified.
4: So. Right. Yeah, um, and I think and a that, lot of people, made a, huge
0: difference. a lot of people don't understand too, like, you know, like with your situation or with the Red Cross, Uh, you know, we went through extensive training, so we, you know, we, and there are procedures for everything and it sounds stupid sometimes, right? Uh, you know, and it probably seems a lot of the procedures probably seem silly to most people until you really understand what they're for, right? And that they do have a reason, (laughs) so.
5: Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Well, one of our procedures is to wait until they get deployed. (laughs) (laughs) They, yeah. Exactly. That's I'm definitely sorry. a good plan. <laughs> and, and sometimes people deploy themselves, and then I say, "How did you deploy?" Because you don't know where to go. Right. <laughs> but that's a really important procedure. But there are other procedures. There some are self evident, and if you can look at the ones that people understand, you can build upon those to help them understand maybe some of the other directly um, related procedures
0: and most so the
5: why and the what.
0: most counties have have things like that and even like in our neighborhood there's an, my brother's on the emergency preparedness uh, group right so right. you know and we're in a community right. of 400 little farms a horse community and there's a group there that they're trained to go out around to people first aid whatever you know if if the tornado goes through or whatever they're the first ones that are going to be out because they live in the neighborhood mm-hmm. um
5: Well, I'll tell you what, because of COVID, a lot has changed. I mean, I think this is the longest I've gone without doing any clinics or having any public speaking events. And I have to tell you, it makes me very sad. And it makes my husband sad because now I feel the need to socially distance, masked up, talk to every single stranger I come across. (laughs) Right. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah. But there (laughs) are, you know, with my clinics that I do, I'm, I'm having people from out of the state reach out. And what I've been telling them is if there is anybody that wants to be the person that helps to educate people in those areas, I am so happy to help them. I am so happy, so happy to take the time to give them the knowledge to help the other people in their communities, because Mm -hmm. every single person that even expresses an interest in being prepared for evacuations is somebody that can help five other people. Sure. And right. um, making uh-huh. that available makes a difference. And a lot of people think the resources aren't there, but they are there. They right. absolutely are. And, you and- know, I've given my number to random strangers in different states and said, call me. And I said, well, how much are you going to charge? I'm like, huh, to go through this and teach this to you? I'm not going to charge you anything. I mean, I don't like to, you know, people say, oh, you shouldn't give it away. But this is stuff that makes a difference. It's life or death for some animal. It sure
0: is. Right. Right. Where, just, where, where do people go to find your, your information?
5: Um, well I have my website which is w dot victoria and that's B E E L I K dot com, which is totally different than how it sounds. And I'm also on Facebook. And Facebook is what I update most of the time, which is Victoria Baylik as well.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And we'll post those links on our, on our show notes page for this episode as well. Thank you, Victoria, for joining us. And be safe out there. Uh, and absolutely, we really appreciate the work you do.
2: Thanks, Vicki. Stop well, by next time you, you go so through Gardnerville. Ah, next time I go when I go up to look at that house, Karen. That's right. <laughs> She's I, looking at property hey. up here, oh, Glenn. Cool. I would get, we'll, I would we'll be so out of California, to California too. Honestly. <laughs> oh
5: my gosh! Oh my gosh! I can't wait. I'm ready to run. I'm going to get in shape just so I can run out of California. I'm no, just kidding, Californians.
4: <laughs> Thank Have you, Vicki.
5: I'm joking. <laughs> Thank you, guys, very much. Oh, thanks. Bye. Have a
2: good day. Bye. Okay. <laughs>
0: God, you guys, you know, the the fires are so scary because they happen so quickly. Uh,
2: And that's why you've got to be prepared ahead of time, you you know, with the stuff that you need to have. And uh, because this happened to us three or four years ago, we had a fire that came from the other direction and it was blowing towards us. And that's a whole lot more scary. Yeah, it (laughs) would be. (laughs) I'll tell you. And uh, so you realize, okay, look, what, what do I actually really need to have and to be prepared and, you know, and, and, You know, you got to stay calm, you know, it's like while we're hooking up and getting the horses loaded, I'm going to be filling water, we're going to be loading, uh, you know, food, human food, dog, uh, horse, all of that And, and getting it ready and be ready to go and you need to know where you're going. You know where are you going to go? Because you know part of why we didn't evacuate is because the evacuation center was the fairgrounds, which was actually a mile closer to the fire <laughs> than where we were. So
0: <laughs> yeah, that did make um, sense.
2: <laughs> exactly, but that was also where the um, you know they set up the operations for the whole um, the fire department and and everything. Uh, uh, was all set up at the fairgrounds there. That was their operation center. So.
0: Um, all right. Well, we're going to have to move yeah. on here. Uh, so we're going to take a little break for a song. I thought appropriate song today. And then we have okay. our next guest coming up. Melinda actually rode an endurance ride. You know, like an official one where people get together and ride horses. <laughs> uh,
2: actually really are out there riding <laughs> endurance. Yay! So we're going to talk
0: about that and what that was like in the time of COVID. And uh, we're going to do that right after an appropriate song from Templeton Thompson called Guardian Angel, which we all need right now. So let's hear that. <laughs>
1: She could have passed for a cowboy The way she carried herself And that fifty pounds of leather Put it up on that pony light as a feather Like she'd done it all her life And she asked if I was ready Handing me the reins And we started out walking Up until that morning She hadn't been much on talking Guess it finally come a time And she said I've learned more from the back of a horse Than most folks ever get to know You never really know what you're made of Till you ride out on your own Woo! car heads out at the driveway she'll have had enough of doing things my way it'll be her turn to fly and I'll say I've learned more from the back of a horse than most folks ever get to know you never really know what you're made of till you ride out on your own
0: Templeton Thompson. You can find all of her music at TempletonThompson.com. All right, why don't you introduce our our next guest while I get her on the line here? Karen? Are you there? You might be on mute.
2: I was on mute. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) My I'm sure my husband wishes he had a button he could just push.
0: (laughs) <laughs> All right, tell us about our next guest.
2: Okay, our next guest is Melinda Geis. She lives in Oregon and is an endurance rider. She's been riding since 2008 and has something like 3,000 miles. And she actually just did an endurance ride this past weekend. Hello. Hi, good morning, Melinda. Thank you for joining us. This is Karen and Glenn. Oh, good morning. How are you doing? Have you recovered from your ride? I I have,
6: yes. I'm
2: I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Good. Just a little jealous because we don't have (laughs) any endurance rides here where where I am. Everything's canceled. And California and Nevada, we're all shut down. So tell us, you did Bandit Springs. So give us a little bit of uh, info on the ride. What's it like? Um, Yeah, I want to hear all about it. So, Okay, so yeah, Bandit
6: Springs is um, a a beautiful ride. It's in the Otico National Forest in um, central Oregon. So it's um, like a little bit uh, northeast of Prineville, so um, outside of Bend, Oregon. And it's just this gorgeous area. So you're kind of in the high desert and you just sort of go out and you think, I mean, everything's looking a little dryish over there, like desert area. And you kind of get into this little pocket of mountains where all of a sudden it's just lush and green and beautiful. And there's these gorgeous tall pine trees and just beautiful meadows and technicolor, like grass
4: mm-hmm. and just
6: wildflowers and it's just an amazing area and just absolutely gorgeous place to to camp and ride and just awesome awesome ride and so how many riders were there um they limited it i can't remember i think i i want to say it was like 70 riders total they we had to have a limit Right now for Oregon, because um, we can only have 100 people total in any outside gathering. Okay. So, with volunteers, vets, everybody, we had to have it below 100. So, you know, we couldn't have um, people, uh, you know, that weren't... Uh We couldn't have family members with us that weren't, you know, fighting or volunteer you know so we had to keep it to the minimum
2: a minimum of people so wow yeah because like i think california or nevada we've had limits of like 10 which mm-hmm. you, you know and then that's why the events can't get insurance and so we can't right. have a ride Although we do have a couple coming up, but for the most part, everything's been just closed down. So I was like, going, what Mm -hmm. happened to my Facebook feed? Everything, everybody's arguing about masks and all this other stuff, but nobody's talking about their horses anymore. There's like, (laughs) so when I saw you posted about that, you got to do an endurance ride. I was like, Hey, that's really cool.
6: Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. I mean, we, none of us really knew what was going to happen this year. We can have season at all or, you know, so it's it's just been kind of take it as it comes, you know, for all of us. And so what were,
2: were really they doing? That- yeah. What were they doing for the COVID thing? I, cause I, you know, we cut kind of talked about it on the last, last month where we talked to some ride managers about what mm-hmm. they you know, what they were doing trying to implement as far as the COVID procedures. So what did you guys have to actually do that was different?
6: Sure. So, yeah. So, I mean, it was really great. Everybody was very careful and um, lots of precautions were taken. So um, we all wore masks or um, buffs you know, like the bandanas that we pulled over our faces anytime we were in contact with one another in a vet check area or anything like that. Um, and the uh, bandanas were actually given out as we came into ride camp. Um, and, um, so, and then we all signed a waiver, you know, that we understood
4: that we were
6: taking a risk with COVID. Um, and we kept, uh, you know, kept contact with bare minimum. Um, just had, you know, very bare bones, right? Meeting, and uh, didn't do an awards, you know, or anything like that. Okay. Um, again, we kept the, kept the numbers low. Pre-registration was a requirement. Um, and just, um, everybody was very sensible, kept social distancing, you know, um, there were lines drawn, um, with chalk and, um, spray paint about in, you know, in the vet check areas.
2: Okay. So that everyone knew
6: where to go and how far apart to stand. And then the volunteers were spot on about guiding you, and, you know, nope, you gotta, you gotta go this way and, one way only through the, the lines and the pulsing and all that kind of thing. And so everybody was really great and conscientious about, about all that so that everyone
2: stayed safe. So when you came into a vet check, mm-hmm. did you still maintain, you know, holding your horse or did you, um, cause this is something I wasn't really clear on reading some of the guidance on the AARC website about, how that was being handled so what did you actually do when you came in to the vet check
6: um so we i mean yeah we i held my own horse and everything um and i stayed on the opposite side from the vet and nobody else touched my horse except you know the vet touched the horse as needed but i stayed you know maintained distance from the vet safely um and um they, they had, they had maintained control of the, the vet card so that I never had a vet card. I knew okay. my number
4: and uh-huh. then they
6: kept the vet card the whole time. So there wasn't any exchange of a, a card involved. So that was another safety precaution that was taken. So there was, you know, no exchange of anything there going on.
2: So Okay. And I saw you mentioned something that there was some trail sabotage. So what happened there?
6: Um, and I'm not exactly sure, but I that <laughs> no, that we never mentioned. are,
2: but it happens. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah. I just know that it was mentioned that the one of the loops that
2: they had to go out
6: and remark because someone had, or some, you know, something had happened with the markers and I moved down. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Darn. So that was yeah. No, that, yeah. that happens. And that's why we need to. Try to pay attention mm. to you know maps and instructions and things. Mm, exactly, <laughs> so, and
6: and you know, and it was great that um, the management offered the ride with GPS um, downloads ahead of time, so we could all download that to oh, our, good. our phone or, or GPS or whatever. So that's another uh-huh. alternative. And the and I have to say it was very well marked, and um you know, and so there was and there was also people out
2: to help guide and
6: stuff. So it was, it was great. So
2: Oh, good. Good. And how were you kind of spread out throughout the camp area?
6: Yeah. Um, so again, there weren't a whole lot of people there, so it was fairly easy to just maintain distance and um, wasn't any need to really interact with anyone that you didn't uh-huh. need
0: to. So it
3: was, yeah. I got I it. So did, all right,
6: I
0: have fun. a more important question. Heck with all this COVID stuff, <laughs> uh-huh. did you have fun? <laughs>
6: exactly. I absolutely had fun. It's a gorgeous area. There are wild horses out there. We saw a couple oh, cool. of wild giants. Um, like I said, the wildflowers are amazing. Um, the views are amazing. It's just, it's
0: an amazing
6: ride. If anyone has a chance to go, they absolutely should.
0: It's and you did a 50?
6: ride. I did, yeah.
0: Which was two loops?
6: Uh it was three loops. Three loops,
0: yeah. okay. Yeah, that's uh-huh. cool. And is it hilly? Is it a lot of terrain or
6: it is a fairly hilly ride. I'd say it's a moderate moderately difficult ride, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well that's so cool. And did yeah. it just feel good to do it again? <laughs> It,
2: yeah, it does feel good. Yeah, I know right. the whole rest of the nation is like so jealous. I mean, I know there's a couple rides here and there, but most of everybody's has been shut down. So we're yeah. just like, Dying to hear from you guys that are fortunate enough to get to actually well, doing an it. And I got
0: ride. news for all of you uh, endurance riders. If Florida keeps going the way they're going, nobody's going to want to come here in the winter either. So, <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, uh, it's
6: a difficult, challenging time for sure. It's, it's tough well, right now.
0: I know. I'm glad you had a good time and I'm glad, it, you know, I saw yeah. some pictures. It, it looked like a lot of fun and. Thank you for joining us today, and good luck for whatever rides you get in the rest of the year.
6: Yes, good yeah. luck. Thank you for thanks. having me. All right, thanks, thanks. Melinda. Thanks for joining uh-huh. us, Melinda. Sure. Uh huh. Bye bye.
0: Well, we uh, auditors hang around for. Uh, we're going to do a post show. Karen had something she wanted to talk about in the post show, so we'll do that uh, after we're done here. And Karen, thank you again for putting the show together. It sounds like they had a, they had a good time up there, regardless.
2: I uh, know. Isn't it great? I mean, it, it's so now, so cool. We're still getting an occasional ride in. Um, but, you know, and there's a couple that are coming up that have restrictions and stuff. But, well, you know. Uh, are you going to get out at all, you think? Uh, gosh, I don't know. I really need to get Chief to a ride. It would be his 19th ride season.
0: Well, can, you can go out. You can hit the Oregon. You can get up there, right?
2: I, Yeah. I know. You're going to
0: have to travel. There's no way you're going to do it gonna locally. I'm going to have to travel. Yeah.
2: Yes. I'm going to have to travel. It's just... You can't you know, miss a
0: season. You have to go out once.
2: I know. <laughs> I got to go ride somewhere. So you're so
0: spoiled you know? about having rides that you don't have to travel Everywhere, that far. Really? Yeah, now you're just going to have to do like the people that live in the middle on the I east. Know. They have to drive.
2: <laughs> and exactly. And it's like my poor truck, you know, because we bought it last August. So we've had it like a year and I'm having to pay, you know, registration and insurance See, and you all need this. to and go.
0: You just need to it's, find a place I, I in Washington, Oregon, somewhere I, up there.
2: I I gotta Wyoming. find somewhere to go and ride. That's all, <laughs> yeah, all there is to it. Yep. I have
0: And you know what? It'd be nice go. to get out of the house anyway. So
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I right.
2: know. Yeah.
0: All right everybody, thank you for joining us on this endurance episode. You can find Karen where.
2: Well, just follow me on Twitter. Uh, look okay. up Envy Rider.
0: Envy Rider uh, on Twitter and also Facebook. And you'll find Facebook. Karen over there on Facebook as well. Yeah. And if you want to listen to any of the past episodes uh, that we have done on the Endurance, go to HorsesInTheMorning.com. Scroll down to the middle of the page. You're going to see little little banners for all the the monthly episodes, and you'll see Endurance is one of them. Click on that, and you'll find all the past episodes all in one spot. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest way to listen to, what, seven, eight, nine years' worth. I don't know. It's been a long uh-huh. time.
4: Right. Yep. So
0: check them out there. Uh, and auditors can hold on and for. For those listeners that don't tune in very often or just tune into the endurance episode, auditors are people who have chosen to support the Horse Radio Network and the shows by just donating a little bit of money. Uh, it's uh, uh, $3 a month is the minimum. And you get access to the auditor room, and we have auditor exclusive content. We do a post show every day on Horses in the Morning. Last night, we did the WTF Advice Show, which is an adult only <laughs> advice show where we handle auditors' uh, life problems uh-huh. and uh, Helena, Nikki, and I. Nikki's actually a trained counselor. Uh, and we just have a little fun and, and have some have a good time talking about people's problems and solving the world's problems. And we put So we do have special content like that that's for auditors only. Yes.
2: And endurance riders have been solving people's problems for years yeah, because riding you have 50 or, nothing or 100 to miles. Do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: yes. Gotta talk about something. So, <laughs> so, And if you wanted to become an auditor, you just go to horsesinthemorning.com and scroll down the right-hand side of the page. But you also, use some boots, don't you?
2: I do. I use renegades, and I've been this has been so cool because I got this new little Mustang, he is so cute, Milo. And we just oh my gosh, this horse! I, you know, Chief was definitely boot challenged when I first started putting boots on him, and of course, this was 20 years ago, but Milo. Has done fantastic in Renegades. Yeah. We just put him on. He hasn't had a single nothing. Everything has been perfect. He moves well in him. They fit him perfectly. He's not tripping everywhere. It's terrific. (laughs) He's not. Exactly. He's doing wonderful. And um, they. Yeah. Yeah. They're terrific boots. You can find them at renegadehoofboots.com. They have the classic renegade model, which comes in several different colors, uh, which, uh, ha- you know, that they're a little bit different shaped than the Viper model, which uh, the Viper, I think, seems to fit horses that have a more rounder foot. And maybe not as steep of a hoof angle, but, you know, chief actually, once he got over his boot phobia and, and was a clod to begin with when he was a youngster, now that he's 25, uh, he goes just beautifully in any of the renegades and has for years and years and many thousands of miles. Um, in fact, I think he was probably one of the first horses that went over 10,000 miles, uh, you know, exclusively using boots. so uh, you know, they definitely do work long term, and it, it's just nice to be able to keep my horses managed barefoot and just put the boots on when I need them. So it's a great option. and again, it's renegade hoof boot or renegade horseboots dot com
0: and if people want to see where the rides are this year, where do they go? <sighs>
2: Uh, AARC.org and uh, it's really sad to look at the ride schedule because most of them are canceled, 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 but there are an occasional one like we just had the Bandit Springs ride in Oregon this last weekend And we also had, I think, Broxton, which was in South Carolina, uh, which had a pretty good turnout there. That must have been hot,
0: too. (laughs) It
2: was hot and humid, from what I heard. And from what I heard is... uh, you know, it it was really tough having to, you know, for the the volunteers and the vets and stuff to have to wear masks in those conditions. Yeah, let
0: me let me tell you, I you know, I'm a mask wearer. Uh huh. And it, if you have to wear them for any period of time outside here right now, it's pretty miserable. It is, oh, I bet it is. Pretty I know. miserable. know. I would right, not go to like, Disney right now, and we love Disney, but uh, to wear them all day and in ninety six degrees and hundred oh percent humidity, my gosh. no.
2: And like, because we have like the N ninety five masks, yeah. but that's not what we wear if we have if we have to go out where you have to wear a mask. Oh, no, we because you die. Put the, oh god! I was like, because I did one shopping trip at Costco with one of those and I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna need oxygen before I get out of the store. Like, ah. So yeah, we just wear the the simple, you know, cloth. That's what we did too. Whatever. And uh just deal with yeah, we just gotta deal with it. And um, all right, so it's
0: aerconline.org, is where you can find all of the different uh, clinics. Exactly, and
2: different things or aerc.org. And they've also got, if you remember, you will be getting emails that tells you about their webinars. They've been having veterinarians and other experts talk about different subjects you know metabolics okay. lamenesses and other issues that relate to our horses and endurance riding that are really educational and super you know useful for any horse person but especially if you're an endurance rider, you want to check those out. So, and and if you just recently joined and you haven't got that email, just contact the office and they'll get back to you and send you the the list and the uh, calendar of what's coming up.
0: All right. Sounds good. And then tomorrow, uh, Lisa Waisaki will be here filling in for Jamie, who has some things to do at the farm. And then Thursday's fox hunting day with, uh, Tara and Jennifer. And then Friday, uh, Jamie will be back and we'll be doing some really bad ads. So you can find all of that at horsesinthemorning.com. Thank you, Karen. And hang on, auditors. We'll, we're going to hang around for a few minutes. <laughs> See you, everybody.